Well, hello there, and welcome to Real Talk. I'm Beth Raymer, and I'm joined by the game's master himself, John Ayers. Wow. We're going to pay, John. <laughs> We're going Hi, to. Hey, how are you? You're shot out of cannon this morning. I, I did. I did. I don't know. I don't know. You know, we're going to break down the latest and sometimes the greatest real estate statistics and trends that affect the Pacific Northwest. What do you think about that? Yeah, you know how we do it. All right. I'll try to match your energy level, but it's going to be hard. So <laughs> you just keep only, rolling. I'll try only to the up. greeting kind of goes, you know, that big. Okay. Yeah. And we tone yeah. it down. All right. Well, John, you know, whenever we release our monthly market action report, it seems most realtors immediately want to know where the inventory figure is for their regions. Lately, everyone has been crossing their fingers for that number to jump up. Is this the month they'll be happy? Well, Beth, since you called me the game master... (laughs) because you know how much I love to play games. Uh, If real estate was a board game, this month would be like shoots and ladders. Oh, I've played many, many, many hours of shoots and ladders. (laughs) Yes. I don't have kids, so I've played just minutes of shoots and ladders before I get frustrated. I think I played a lot more when I was, uh, you know, a child, but I don't remember that. So anyway, enough about shoots and ladders. Across both Oregon and Southwest Washington, Some figures are climbing up those ladders and other figures are taking a wild tumble down the chute. Mm. When we specifically look at inventory, though, the good news is that it's going up. Both states took a nice leap upward. And obviously, the more homes that there are to sell, the happier the realtors are. Until, of course, there are too many homes to sell. There's a there's a really defined sweet spot in there, and right. we need to stay right in it and not before it or after it. So from my initial look at the numbers, I think big picture, we're seeing fewer new listings come into the market, but inventory, inventory excuse me, is still up because the active listings that are there are hanging around a bit longer. Mm. So we're also seeing... Those average and median prices continue to crest, if not come down a bit. When I go into the uh, the statewide stats here, those pricing numbers are pretty interesting. So let's jump right into it. Yes, let's do so, please. All right. Starting with the statewide numbers, Oregon saw the following. New listings of 6,066, uh, and that is down 712 from last month. Active listings, 8,155, and that is up 1,123 from last month. So, yeah, definitely more actives out there. Yeah. Uh, Closed sales at 3,844, which is down 784 from last month. That's Mm -hmm. significant. And that puts inventory in all of Oregon at 2.1 months right Mm. now, and that is up 0.6 of a month. Good. That's good. And total market time is 24 days, and that's just up two days. Um, and now let's look at those average and median prices. So average sale price across all of Oregon is 569700 Okay. And that is down 17500 
Okay. That's just slightly down. Yeah. Not too much, but it is down. So that's mm-hmm. definitely significant. Median sales price is at 515000 and that's just down 5000 so, Right. Right. Yeah. Both mm-hmm. down. Not very yeah. much. We'll see if that continues. Mm-hmm. When we look in Washington, we saw 1,284 new listings. That was only down 195. Mm-hmm. Active listings were at 1,786. So really not too much more than those total new listings. And right. that was up 537. Good. Closed sales, 848. And that's down 105 from last month. Mm-hmm. Inventory, 2.1 months, so just a little bit lower than Oregon, and that was up 0.4 of a month. Mm-hmm. Total market time, also 24 days, and that was up five days for Washington. Okay. And then looking at the average sale price, we are at 499900 That is down a whopping $78,000. Oh, Wow. Yeah, okay. that's big. That's a lot. That seems, yeah, that seems surprising mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Median sales price was at 548700 and that is actually up $33,000. Mm. So we're, it just feels like we're kind of in this weird crest area where we're kind of like at the top of the hill of yeah. these prices, I'm guessing. And so we'll see if they kind of bump bump up and down for another few months or they start trending downward, but... It'll be interesting to watch. Right, exactly. Hmm. Okay, so let's talk about our usual, you know, spikes and streaks and stuff like that. And so we're going to do spikes first, and that's when we see a notable jump in the numbers in certain areas around the state. So new listings in Douglas County, that's down where Roseburg is, Mm -hmm. dropped 70 properties from June, coming in at 161 in July. So that's a pretty big decrease. Yeah, um, Portland Metro's active listings jumped up 654 from 4,085 in June to 4,739 in July, which we always, we already kind of covered. Right. New listings in Union County sharply decreased, going from 56 in June down to 31 in July. So that's mm. out in eastern Oregon. So not a lot going on out there. Right. In terms of new listings. Um, So now let's look at some streaks and get ready for a long list of various areas around Oregon. So Baker County, Columbia Basin, Coos County, Douglas County, Mid-Columbia, Hood River, Polk and Marion, Portland Metro, and Southwest Washington all continued increasing their active listings, ranging from four to six months of active listing increases. Wow. Happening all across the state. We're seeing a lot more properties available. Good. When we look at some pendings, North Coastal, so that is Astoria, Seaside, that area. Their pending sales increased for the sixth straight month up to 193 in July, but their new listings stopped increasing for the first time since December of 2021. Mm -hmm. Uh, Total market time in Portland Metro stopped decreasing for the first time in six months, coming in at 20 in July. Okay. Wow. Property wow. still moving pretty quick, about three mm-hmm. weeks. Mm-hmm. So sadly, for those of you that love new record highs and lows, we didn't see any record breakers in July. Once again, that supports that we're kind of sitting on this crest and we're going to bounce a little bit and we'll see if we start trending downward. Right. All right. Milestones. 
out in Baker County, once again in the eastern part of the state, active listings were back above 75 for the first time since June of 2020. Mm-hmm. So that's just over two years. Columbia Basin had their highest active listings since July 2019, coming in at 215. And Coos County's active listings were back above 220 for the first time since July of 2020. Mm. Again, over two years. Wow. Uh, Polk and Marion's active listings were at 482 for the first month since May of 2020. So once again, two years, uh, highest number they've seen. Mm-hmm. And Southwest Washington's active listings at 1,279 were above 1,200 for the first time since June of 2020. Good. So Yeah, a lot more inventory. A lot more inventory. Uh, let's talk new construction. So yes. for, first of all, big picture, I'm definitely seeing headlines saying new housing starts are definitely down. I think I saw one stat saying that are at a 17-month low. So nationwide, new housing starts are definitely not their cooling. Portland, on the other hand, ramped up their new construction properties, growing from 249 in June to 323 in July. Oh. That's interesting. That should mm-hmm. help. Yeah. Southwest Washington dropped a single new construction property, going from 109 in June to 108 in July. Oh, so they're just okay. kind of sitting steady. Yeah. Lane County, we always love to talk about new construction in Lane. They <laughs> held steady at 17 new construction properties, which is significantly higher than, you know, they have been for the last six months or so that we've been we've re- been reporting on Lane County new construction. So that's good. Yeah, that is good. Good. All right. And then finally, let's talk about affordability in July. So just to remind everybody, affordability is defined by a family earning the median income, which in 2022 was 106,550, and that's per HUD. And the form this formula assumes that a buyer had a 20% down payment and that they are taking a 30-year fixed mortgage. And this month, the rate of that would be at 5.52. And we get that data from Freddie Mac and HUD all together mm-hmm. and from NAR. Okay. So, in Lane County, the average family is looking at affordability of 85%, unfortunately. So they can only afford 85% of that average mortgage payment. Interesting. Portland Metro is right pretty much the same at 86%. And Southwest Washington is a little bit higher at 91%. But unfortunately, none of those areas are at 100%, which I think we've known for a while. So. Right. So, yeah, so to sum up, inventory active listings and total market time are all climbing that ladder up, while new listings, closed sales, average and median prices are all taking that shoot back down. Oh, yeah. Shoots and ladders. Well, yeah. you know, it's there's some good news in here. Um, the affordability yeah. is not good news, but that's we've no. known that for quite some time. So, you know. And hopefully as we see these average and median prices come down, you know, that'll help. Right. Indeed. Indeed. Well, you know, uh, John, you definitely don't play games with the market numbers. Right. Thanks for the Thanks for the fantastic breakdown. And uh, yeah, as for armless news, we had a number of new deployments get released recently, including the ability to favorite a listing. So tune into the latest news and updates on the armless web homepage. 
And while you're at it, RMLS subscribers should be sure to take our annual subscriber satisfaction survey. It's only 12 questions and we'll take about five minutes of your time. So your feedback is crucial and invaluable. Uh, plus, we're giving away prizes to participants every week. So take the survey now to increase your chances to win free quarterly dues or lockboxes, gift cards, or even our grand prize, which is a Meta Portal video calling device. Woo! So you can find the survey link on RMLS web and in our weekly email newsletter. So go take that survey. Yes, definitely. We read it from front to back. We I build a report out of it and I take it to the board of directors at their annual leadership retreat. So it really does affect the uh, future, you know, happenings at RMLS and how we offer things and and make service better for our subscribers. Indeed. So next month, we're going to see if August has everyone, including the stats, overheated. Thanks for joining us. And uh, if you would like to leave us any questions or comments, you can reach us at podcast at rmls.com. And our final quote today is success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Winston S. Churchill. Pick yourself up and keep moving. Start all over again. Do you know that song? I don't, but it was very nice of you to sing. Yeah. (laughs) Next podcast, we're going to have you sing more, I think. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think so. Okay, bye, Beth. Bye. Have a great day.